plug those headphones in. It's time for Ireland's only interactive podcast, the multi-award winning Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy. You're very welcome to this latest Opinions Matter podcast with Adrian and Jeremy, recorded live at our studio at the White Sands Hotel in Port Marnock in North County, Dublin. I want to give a big shout out to our current show sponsor, and that is Land of Light. Now, what is Land of Light? Well, let me tell you. It is Ireland's biggest light show, Land of Light. It returns to uh, Westmeath in just a couple of weeks. Prepare to be wowed, prepare to be amazed, prepare to be blown away. The Land of Light illuminated walking trail is like nothing else in Ireland. It is set, and it was there last year, and I have to say it was an amazing experience, set in the beautiful grounds of Belvedere House Gardens and Park in County Westmeath, just over 50 minutes drive from Dublin on the M4. And as you make your way along the forest trail, the night sky, trees and buildings are lit up by a spectacular light show. Uh, you'll meet Ireland's biggest LED Santa and his see his Santa bus. Um, it's, it's just it's a great experience for uh, the kids. And after the trail, uh, the kids can enjoy the fairground and the uh, food stalls for all. And we're mentioning Land of Light because tickets are now on sale. It uh, opens on November 10th, and I know that's a couple of weeks away, uh, but tickets will sell out fast. So if you want to uh, book tickets, it runs from November 10th until December 23rd. Uh, You go to landoflight.ie for tickets. Landoflight.ie if you would like to go to Land of Light. So what do we want to talk about on this latest edition of Opinions Matter. This is a message we got in this morning from one of our listeners, and it says, and by the way, if you want to contact us about anything that you'd like us to debate, you can WhatsApp us on 085-825-2626 any time of the night or day. 085-825-2626. Can you please talk about kids learning sex education in school and all the Karens who are afraid of their kids learning about sex? My sister-in-law is one. Last week, she sent the school an email saying she doesn't want her 11-year-old doing sex ed. She's so brainwashed that she thinks Charlie is going to be learning about stuff like anal sex, which is rubbish. She also doesn't want him learning about transgender. It's nonsense. And that's from a lady, uh, a listener called Angela. And... This is something that has been discussed quite a lot over uh, recent times because there are changes being made to the uh, SPHE uh, curriculum uh, with the junior cycle starting this September, the senior cycle starting next September and uh, primary in September 25. And the concern is that topics such as gender identity, sexual orientation, pornography and contraception uh, will be taught against the wishes of many parents and teachers. This is what we're being told. Um, and we're asking if you are one of those parents that is concerned about uh, kids learning about things like gender identity. What harm? What's the issue here? Um, I, I want my kids to be tolerant. 
uh, of everybody. Okay, that's my that's my hope as a parent that my kids will grow up a lot more tolerant than we were as kids because I grew up in the generation the early eighties when uh, gay was a slur, uh, gays were weirdos. Um, trans people barely existed. You didn't know about them, but if you did, it was like freaks oh, who wear dresses. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a freak. And I don't want my kids feeling that way. I want them to be very open minded about it. And the the, the the far right, and that's where this comes from. The far right in Ireland uh, are convinced that the government is trying to give. Um, puberty blockers to every single child that the government wants every single child to be trans what bloody benefit would that be why in god's name would the government have an agenda to turn every single child trans what would be the benefit of that none absolutely none we have a a regular listener to show and we're going to be talking uh, to them uh, and I'm saying them because this listener is non-binary we're going to be talking to them in a moment and uh, Emma yeah, is a lovely person from from the times we've spoken to them, and I want my kids to be able to hear someone like Emma on the radio or to know someone like Emma. Because here's the thing, guys, uh, regarding trans, um, it's not going away. You know what I mean? It's not a fad. Um, and if your kids are growing up in this world, they need to know that there are people who were born or feel that they were born in, in the wrong body and they need to be accepting of that. And that's all that I hope for my kids. So all this bullshit about people thinking that 10 year olds are going to be learning about fisting in school. I spoke to a woman a couple of weeks ago uh, on a different show who was convinced that the teacher in her kids' school was going to be showing porn movies every Friday. This isn't bullshit, by the way, mm. that they were going to be... Ro- Remember in school when you were in school, they'd roll out the trolley with the TV and the, the video on it? Remember you'd have movie Fridays that they were, the teacher was going to be sitting down, Mr. O'Brien was going to be sitting down with the class and going, OK, kids, here's um, Fanny Teasers Part 3. Let's sit down and watch this. That is not happening. What are you concerned about? What are these parents concerned about? If you are a parent who is concerned about your children learning about uh, gender ideology as they say what's what's your fear what's your fear they're not trying to make your child trans they just want to teach you that there are people who are born in the wrong body or feel that they were born in the wrong body that's what's so wrong with that that's the question that we want to ask that's what we want to try and find out the uh, people who are against the changes to our sex ed in school say things like it will confuse children with its obsessive focus on gender identity which is taught as a fact And they go on to say, uh, gender identity is not a biological fact. It is not physically possible to change sex. There are two sexes, male and female, and a child should not be taught that he or she can choose to be male, female, or both. That's really what their objection is. But that's your your personal opinion is that there's two genders. Some people dis- disagree with that. But that automatically thinking that, oh, if you teach your children about uh, gender ideology that they'll want to, to change their sex, that's like saying if you teach them about World War II, they'll want to go and kill Jews. That's ridiculous. It's called education. It's about education. No one is forcing. I don't think any teacher in Ireland is going to sit down in front of a class of students and say, you see you, Johnny O'Brien. You're in the wrong body. You're in the wrong body. You need puberty blockers. That is not going to happen. And Bridget on Facebook, I'd love to talk to you, Bridget. What about the books in the, uh, that are teaching children how to masturbate uh, at a young age? What books are these? I've never seen these books. My child is in school. He has never read a book about masturbation in school. So where are you getting this? And pardon my French, because it annoys me. Where are you getting this bollocks from? 
because that's what it is. Now, let me uh, kick off with uh, Emma. You're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Emma? How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Uh, good, thanks, Emma. And thanks for uh, taking our call. What is your reaction to uh, the, the sort of th- things we've been hearing uh, in recent months and years about the changes to the sex ed program and the belief that it is going to be confusing children about gender identity, uh, distressing children, sexualizing children from a young age. What's your view on all, on, on these objections? Uh, well, I think, like, I often hear people use the term pushing an agenda, which is just very, it's such an aggressive way of looking at it. It's really like, it's not educating kids to be a certain way, it's educating them to understand that there are certain types of people in the world and people are always going to be different. And trans people, non-binary people, gay people, lesbians, asexual people, like, they're not going anywhere. they have It's not like they've just popped out of nowhere. Like, they've always been here, but it's a matter of teaching kids that it's important to, like Jeremy said, it's important to be tolerant and it's important to understand these people and to not be afraid of them or not be aggressive towards them just because they're different. And as well, you can't, it's not like you're teaching kids to be a certain way because trans kids and non-binary, like they are, (laughs) they're born that way. It's not like you're teaching them. It's not something you can teach a child to be. So this education is so necessary in terms of, and I think it's also necessary for the parents as well, because clearly they don't know anything about it. Okay, so um, there is this belief that uh, this, uh, from some, uh, obviously, that this is pushing an agenda. That um, and, and What's that's, the agenda? What is the agenda? I mean, Emma is the way Emma is, not because Emma, like I assume, Emma, you didn't learn about, uh, about non-binary and trans in school, did you? Point. Like I didn't have this kind yeah. of education, but I'm still the way I am. So, if so hang on, you, class, are, are, you, <laughs> are you trying to tell me, Emma, that a teacher didn't pin you down in class and tell you that you're <laughs> no, no, and tell you that you're in the wrong body? A teacher didn't do that. Nope. Are you, that was all me. <laughs> a teacher didn't. A teacher didn't slyly pop uh, puberty blockers into your lunch during school hours to make sure uh, that you that that you're. Now, you, uh, you're belittling the concerns that, belittling that people, the concerns. people I'm not have. Concerns. I, I understand the point that. That Emma, you identify as non-binary, uh, and that's nothing to do with sex education in school. Not at all. And I can, like, if you ask any trans person or non-binary or any member of the LGBT, it has nothing to do with the way they were raised or the way they were educated. It's just who they are. So that's why this education is so important because otherwise we're gonna it's just gonna repeat this pattern of Okay, so so we, yeah, that's what I was about to say. When when I was young, when we were in school, um gay, as Jeremy said earlier on, gay was an insult. Uh to call somebody exactly, gay yeah. was Even an insult. Though it was the same when I was in school, like you'd be like, Oh, that's so gay. Yeah. Like in a negative term. Yes, like, it's exactly. Still to this day, so obviously you believe that uh including uh topics like gender identity in uh sex ed in schools will help young people become more tolerant. It will, and I think it's also important for adults to learn it as well because, like, my parents are kind of, like, they're quite open to the whole thing now, but I guarantee if this was, like, five, ten years ago, they probably would have been like, what's what's wrong with you kind of thing, but now because I've actually started sort of educating them on the different types of people in the world are way more tolerant and they're so understanding and, and the, like my dad is in his 70s so it's completely capable like and the thing is the thing is um, and I'm not one of, I'm not one of these uh, woke lefties by the way as Adrian would tell you I'm not a woke lefty uh, at, at all like 
I have no, not much time for woke people. But again, I want my children. The, the chances are, by the way, all of you listening who have young kids, the chances are that your kids are going to have friends who are non-binary uh, or trans. Uh, the, the chances exactly, are the yeah. chances are very high. My my one of my godsons. I have three godsons. One of my godsons in his class in school, there are three kids who are who are non-binary. That's just the way the way it is now. And if you oh, want, I think that's great. Yeah, no, it is. But if you want your kid to be a little bigot, that's going to that's going to call people like Emma a weirdo and stuff like that then that's that's wrong that's wrong Albert Robert. yeah like that's what I mean I don't understand why parents want kids to be fearful or hating towards anyone regardless of what is their, whether it's a gender thing or a race thing or anything like I don't see why parents wouldn't want their kids to be more tolerant so if there's a chance to give kids that kind of education take it because it's not a bad thing like and I don't know where they're getting this thing of teaching kids how to masturbate because that's just not a thing. Okay, and, and uh, one of the other concerns is that it will be sexualizing children from a young age, promoting but it's sex... Nothing to do, yeah, it's nothing to do with that. And what about um, the argument that the sex ed program will normalize pornography? Um, there is, I mean, for some reason, uh, there's this belief that I don't kids... Know are, what, yeah, I don't know why there's a link for these I, two I, things. I, I, like, I, pornography is a totally separate issue. Yes. And I think kids do need to learn about the importance of that pornography is not realistic. And if it's, you know, if kids start watching at a young age, it's going to be quite harmful for them in the future because they'll get these completely unrealistic ideas about sex and about sexual partners. And, and, and the reality so of it is, <laughs> yeah, and the reality of it is without some guidance um, from education, uh, to tell you that pornography is not real life, to tell you that yeah, pornography... Yeah, I feel like pornography, it's a real, it can just, um, it just kind of breeds misogyny and sexism. Mm. So it's really... Okay, so it really like, need, it needs to be taught about. I feel like parents need to understand that when you're teaching kids about it, you're not encouraging it, you're just bringing awareness to the subject because it's like kids are always going to have access to these things and that's exactly the, parents, the point you know, that, uh, their phones uh, and online yes so uh, and so if, if you're not them that they need to be careful yes if you're not teaching them about the dangers of pornography they're going to do it on their own yes and they are doing it on their own. And uh, exactly, any, it's any parent, yeah, yeah. any parent who doesn't believe that, okay, stay there for one second if you can, please, Emma. Our number is oh eight five eight two five twenty six twenty six oh eight five eight two five twenty six twenty six. Keith, why are you angry listening to this? Leave the kids alone. You know, leave them alone. They have plenty of time to be adults. Leave them be kids. You don't know how harsh a teacher can be in a classroom. They will push that agenda down on them children. You know, tell the over that he's a little girl, but he shouldn't be. Leave them alone. We did not need this grown up. No, but the point that they I'm saying... They got their rights, they got their equality. But, yeah, but hang on leave for one the second. children alone. Hang on, what, what do you mean, leave the children alone? What do you even mean by that? Leave them alone. Basically, leave them alone. Stop bringing this into the classroom and push it on them. We didn't have a grown up, so don't be doing it today. So kids... It's not right. Kids As don't need... As I said a minute ago, she knew, she knew grown up what she was. You... Embed something into a child's head. You can, you can alter his future, a whole future. But the argument here is that uh, by not teaching kids, uh, you know, that other children, uh, other adults, other people are different. Some are transgender, some are gay. Um, without kids learning that, those people 
continue to be treated like outcasts. Not really, because no, it was yeah, only yeah. when it started coming out, where only when these books and all started coming out was when all this really kicked off. You know, it was when it started entering the classroom was when all this kicked off. Before that, it wasn't a problem. It wasn't a problem. Okay, and so, the so, coming out so now talking me, about saying that. The, hang on, sorry, t- t- tell me what the issue is with kids learning about gender identity, for example. What's the problem here? The problem is that we went through school and we didn't need to learn it. That wasn't what I asked you. That wasn't what I asked you. No, I asked you what the problem is. Well, I don't want my kids learning in school. So we ran up to school and told the, I told the principal that my son and my daughter has a right to go walk out of that class, and they have my permission to do it. And that's fine. They will grow up to be. They will grow up to. But again, I'm, I'm, I'm asking you a question, and my question was: What is the problem with your children learning about gender identity? For example, what is the issue with them learning that? It could be life altering for them. Meaning, as I said there a few minutes ago, teachers can be very harsh. You know, they they like to shove things down the down kids and make sure they sit there and you learn and have respect for it you know and then tell like, come on we've heard the stories we've seen videos on bleeding on the, on the social media sites and all of young people being torn into little girls and told to be proud of it now then young people get older and you hear 18, 21 years of age you're like oh, I was never like that and you end up taking their own fucking life who wants this for it so what are you saying to me that, uh, that young people um, are being taught to be gay or being taught to cross dress or yeah, whatever the gay, community, the gay community always came together on any way they always came together and stuck together they were always their own people now they got out and they're open and now they're saying oh well maybe we should go to schools now and start uh, like telling the kids and all putting this into the kids heads we've seen the video of the singing we're here so what I, career, uh, we're coming after uh, the children hang on for one second you believe that the sex ed uh, program in schools is to recruit people to be gay? Is that what you're it's really saying? Harsh. It's too it, it's too harsh for the kids in the school. But but what's the thing about what you're saying? What would be the benefit of turning every single child gay? What would be the benefit of that? Jeremy, would you see your kids at home and stick on an adult movie and say, "Now I'm going to teach you about the boards and the beers." Well, no, because for, for starters, two of them are under the age of five, so no, they're way too young. They don't need to know exactly. about that. But, exactly. But that's no, that's, but, that's but, my point. Though. I look at my kids that way too. But there's no, um, but there's no five-year-olds learn watching pornography in schools. That's that's not happening. Um, and if you th- you seem to think Keith that they're that gay people that there's an agenda that there's an agenda out there that gay people not, want not all not all gay people. But, want you, but you're you're a father. You, you're a father, aren't you, Keith? Yeah, I am, yeah. Do you not want your children to be tolerant of everybody? Do you not want that? Do you want... Say, yeah, I, want my, I want my children to respect and, and, yes, be tolerant of everybody. I don't want to go and like, say, bashing on somebody because they're gay or bashing on somebody because they're black or bashing on somebody because they're or something like that at all. I want them to have respect for humans. But if, if, if but you... But saying that, I don't want to be forced down the throat. But what is being forced down their throat? But that's like saying mathematics is forced down their throat. That's like saying the Irish is forced or English. Thank you, Jeremy. Thank you. You just, it does be. It does be because if each kid doesn't sit there listening in class, what happens to them? It's forced on them. Okay, so I'm going to read a message out that just came in to us from uh, Mark. And I want to see if you agree with this, okay? And if so, uh, if so, why? Here, have a listen to this comment. They are trying to indoctrinate our kids and push this gay, trans, LGBTQ narrative on them. And that's (laughs) just not fair. Wait until they're over 18 and let them make up their own minds. Exactly. That's why kids can't buy alcohol until they're 18 because they have to make up their own They have to be... Able, able to go in and buy it. So I think, yeah, wait till that ideal. Let them come to their own decisions. Okay. Can I just tell you, uh, Keith, 
You wait until your uh, children are 18. Those children are learning everything that they're learning about sex out of porn on their mobile phones from the ages of 13 and 14, okay? And any parent... Well, I I check my kids' phone. uh, I check my kids' phone. uh, uh, Sorry. Uh, uh, (laughs) Don't be so naive as to think that when they're 14, 15 or 16 that they won't be able to get around it and they will be watching porn, whether you like it or not. Yeah, yeah, I totally understand that. So you'd prefer them to learn from uh, manky porn on their phone no than, uh, that, that, that's just like that's then, just like them watching an action film and saying that's what the world is like out there see all that the main reason you decided to take your kids out of sex ed classes is what no I had the principal tell my child after that that does your father understand what he's doing because you might have gay friends when you're older I said well go back and tell your principal your cousin is gay you have actually two cousins who's gay you know, and that's not the problem. I just don't want them sitting in the class because the kids are coming out for the same. Okay, that's, stay, where that's where we're going to know it. Okay, stay there for one second. I want to uh, take a very quick break. If you'd like to get involved in this conversation, our number is 085-825-2626. And Grace, I'll be with you in just a second. It's Ireland's most talked about podcast. The only podcast with live callers and live debates. It's Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy. Oh, land of light shining bright, lighting up the winter night. Come visit land of light and experience the wonder of a forest walking trail, illuminated in all the colours of the rainbow, and around each bend a new surprise for the eyes. Land of light must at Belvedere House and Gardens, Mullingar. To book, go to landoflight.ie. Land of light, opening Friday, November 10th. The Royal Stables is a unique stables in North Dublin offering therapeutic horse riding classes. After receiving notice to vacate their current premises, the Royal Stables are asking for your help to raise funds for a new premises to continue helping their community and neurodivergent children. Visit theroyalstables.ie or check them out on Facebook and Instagram to find out how you can help save this fantastic Dublin business. It's the Opinions Matter podcast with Adrian Kennedy and Jeremy Dixon. A podcast from Ireland with a difference. Grace, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Grace? Not too bad. How are you? Uh, Good, thanks, Grace. Uh, Well, what did you want to say on this? I think the biggest thing that's pushed in the media at the moment is that sex and gender are not the same thing. So if we're going to go by that statement, then learning about uh, different genders and sex education doesn't really make sense to me. I take my hat off to anybody who who has, you know, come out and said they're non-binary, transgender. I really do applaud them. I think they're fantastic. However, I don't think a child doing sex education can wrap their head around that. If you are... Well, uh, if okay, you what, be, what bit do you think is hard to get? Well, I think it's hard to tell a child at at... 11 or 12 that you can choose what gender you want to be I mean if it walks like a duck talks like a duck it's a duck you know and I think to to try and educate a child on that that that's different now I do think it's the same as if your child makes a racist comment or something I think you have to educate them that you have to be accepting of everybody but sex is sex regardless of who you have it with the, the risks and the precautions that you need to take are the same. So if it's male having sex with male, female with female, or male and female, you have to be aware of STDs, you have to be aware of contraception, you have to be aware of pregnancy, you have to educate them on how their bodies are going to change, puberty, because even if you are choosing to be a specific gender, your your body is still going to go through those natural biological changes that it has to go through. So I think to educate them on that, that's fair enough. But to tell... a uh, 
a boy that, you know, this is what's going to happen to your body. But actually, if you want, you can choose to be a, a girl or you can choose. I, I think that's a bit too much to be educating children on. I think that's... Okay, that is it not a reality? Home. Is it not a reality, though, that kids, even younger kids, we mightn't want them to, but even younger kids are seeing on television and in real life people who are transgender, for example. They're seeing Absolutely. it. Absolutely. So Absolutely. what's but the harm in that, teaching them about it? But I think that's down to the parents to teach them because I think you have to be like, you know, I think it was Jeremy said, are you pushing maths and Irish and stuff on them? They are requirements to go on and further your education. They're requirements to get into university or college or whatever it is you want to do. Knowing about different genders is not a requirement. If, if you're applying on the CAO, it doesn't benefit you. No, I, I, you know I, I agree. I agree that it's, that it's not. A, but it's all part of your development as a human. And, and um, you know, that's what school is. It helps yeah, your development your teacher, as a human. Your, your teachers are not changing your children's nappy. They're not putting them into the bath in the evening. That's not their right to educate them on a topic that may be in For me, I will educate my son when he's the right age to, to I think, understand that. And he probably is seeing it. And he comes to me, like we, we were doing the shopping the other day and saw a man with Down syndrome and he said to me, Mom, why does he look like that? And I explained to him he was born, he was born different, he was born sick, you know, and it's not nice to comment on how he looks. So I think you have to be the person who educates your child on that. It's not it's not a teacher's job because everybody has different views. And you can have one teacher, like that man who stood outside that school in, in wherever that was. You, he went to prison for it for a few yes, days yes. Um, because he refused to... to Eno- Eno- Enoch Burke you're talking about, yeah. Yes, yes. So you have teachers who are like that and then you have teachers who are the complete polar opposite. And I think it's the parent's choice where in that they want to educate their children. Okay. Do we not... When I, was, when I was younger, and I mentioned this already, when I was younger, um, calling somebody gay was an insult. That's gay. You're gay. That's, that was an that's insult. That's still an insult. Yeah. Okay, so... Is it not better that we try and raise our young people to be more tolerant of difference? But you can raise them to be tolerant of, of difference. It doesn't necessarily, if you're going to go there, then you need to start educating them on much broader things. Racism, uh, Down syndrome, all of the, the autism, all of this stuff that like children are in classes now in mainstream school with autistic children are being told that they're special children. Educate them on what being autistic is. Educate them on what having Down syndrome is. Don't, you know, if you want to go in that, but you have to broaden the the horizon and, and not just make it about what gender you choose to be. So you don't believe that gender identity um, and discussing gender identity has any place in uh, sex ed in, in at any age? I don't think it has anything to do with sex education in general. I think it, you need to be ta- taught about the changes that are going to happen to your body because they're going to happen regardless of your gender identity or each to be. And I think you have to be educated on the precautions of sex. When did gender ideology or identity come above somebody's, say, religion or culture? When did that come above that? Because you have, this is a very multicultural country. So you have children who are strict religion who wouldn't believe in that at all. You have different cultures who wouldn't want their children educated on that. So when did the gender side of things become more important than people's beliefs? 
because well, religion. because as I said a few minutes ago the chances are that if you have kids who are under the age of 10 the chances are by the time they get to secondary school there are going to be um, pupils in uh, the child's class who identify as non-binary like Emma who we had on uh, a few minutes ago or are trans and you don't want your child to to think oh god they're they're weirdos or like the way it was I mean I remember when I went to school there were there were lads in my class in secondary school who were quite obviously gay but they were terrified mm-hmm. to come out in school because it was you'd be bullied to the bits now thankfully that's got a bit better nowadays but do you not want people to be able to be themselves like that caller Emma who was on a few minutes ago um, who just wants to be accepted for who they are and I think I personally think that everybody should be accepted but the point is you're also going to have if you're going to school with people who are transgender non-binary you're also going to have people in school who are wearing burqas wearing hijabs and I don't think that the education, if you're going to open the education system and include that, then you should include a lot more things than gender identity. I don't think it comes up there as the most important thing. I think it's something that needs to be discussed at home. You know, and obviously your kids are going to come home and, and ask you. They're going to come home and ask you. Or you're going to know... Okay, so you believe that that, uh, that this part of uh, sex ed is uh, up to parents to discuss gender identity if they choose to do so and it should not be on the school curriculum? Absolutely. All right, good to talk to you. Thanks very much indeed. Uh, Let me go to uh, Eileen. You're on Opinions Matter. Hi, Eileen. Hi, Agent. How are you? Uh, Good, thanks, Eileen. Um, You're annoyed listening to this. Why? Um, I was just annoyed that, like, people are just, like uh, nearly everybody in the comments and everything, they're all making up these scenarios in their heads that the schools are teaching the most graphic stuff ever to them. But like, at 11 years old, like, they're not going into graphic sex detail with children. If anything, they're just talking about reproduction and like protection. Like, there's, they're not pushing transgender agendas on people. And these books that people are talking about, I haven't seen them. I haven't seen books in like, how to properly do gay sex. It's, it's, it's just, they're all making it up in their own heads. They're all very paranoid, I think. You think, okay, so you believe that um, the objections to the changes or the proposed changes in the sex ed programs is paranoia, is it? Yeah, well, like, just people think that it's going to change their children and everything. If your child is gay, they're born gay, you know? And it's best that you're educated on it. Now, when they're educating on gay people, they're doing it, like... They're trying to stop these children from seeing it just weird because the skills have to step in because there's still so many like discriminatory parents giving children these horrible ideals about gay people and everything. So the skills have to step in and like show them like what gay people actually are. And it's that like okay. So important. so do you believe that gender identity should uh, be taught to kids? That there are. Uh, some people that identify as male, some identify as female, some identify as both or none. Yes, like I think it should be taught, but I feel like people are getting the impression that, like the teacher saying to them, like they're going to each individual student, like what do you identify as, they're not doing that. And the objection that we shouldn't be taught over religion, like that it shouldn't be added overall, which is even other children deprived of education. I think that's such a stupid thing. Okay, you know, stay, stay, really... stay there for one second, Eileen, because um, Andy, you've been tagged by loads of people on our live video uh, because you've been very vocal about this uh, in recent months on social media and everything else. What is the what is the worry here uh, with the 
the proposed changes to our sex ed program for kids. Oh yeah, thanks for having us on. Yeah, I did. I was receiving quite a few messages to come on, and you know, I've been listening away there to what you've been saying, and you know, it feels like that. You know, simple basic facts are going out the window to suit people's ideology. You know, two and two is four. There is only two genders male and female, and if we speak up against that, we're labelled far right. And it's being pushed onto our children to a degree where if they don't accept that there's more than two genders, then they're being intolerant when all we're trying to do is hold on to the basic facts. Okay, let me find out then, from uh, from your perspective, what the yeah. concern is about the proposed changes. What are you most worried about? I'm most worried about is that they are teaching uh, uh, a theory that's not based on science, that's not based on facts, and that's not based on moral values that represent this country. Because, as you've probably already seen, we've been working on the books and the libraries that are teaching 12-year-olds how to get onto dating apps. Okay, but that's totally uh, se- hang on. That's totally separate. Uh, you know, books yeah. and libraries is a completely different uh, conversation. Well, it, it, it's not really because all of this is being done at the one time. All of this is an agenda to reach into our children's minds to corrupt them. Uh, uh, we, and, sorry, with what in mind? Reach into our children's minds to do what? Well, to do what? Like I said, to corrupt them, to take their innocence away. Children should not be taught anything uh, about sexual acts and how to masturbate, how to use sex toys, pictures of genitals, how to use your mouth, looking at all aspects of porn, teaching your child 70-odd different genders, which has nothing based in science. So we're confusing our children. And all of this has happened in such a short space of time. Ten years ago, we didn't have this confusion. Okay, but I, but I, now, I would argue with you that ten years ago, it was not possible to walk around the street with a machine in your hands that could access the most depraved pornography on the planet, yet every teenage kid has that ability now. Every single one of them not only has the ability, most of them probably are looking at it. Now, you tell me how we counteract that. Well, we certainly have to counteract that, and there is a lot of things that parents do on their phone that have child safety Not enough. Not enough. You know and I know, Andy. You know and I know, Andy, that kids are accessing the most depraved pornography from a frighteningly young age. So does that mean that we should put it in front of them anyway? No, nobody's talking about putting putting it in front of them. The, yes, the, yeah, uh, in, sorry, in schools they are talking about teaching kids all aspects of porn. About how porn isn't real life. That uh, because this conversation needs to be had because parents aren't having oh, a conversation it, with it their with their does. kids about pornography. It certainly does, but I don't think we should be teaching our children about pornography. Nobody is teaching them how to use pornography. Nobody is planning. Yes, to, they they're planning to have a conversation about what pornography is and how dangerous it can be. Do you not think well, that's an important think an important conversation mind. to have? It is an important conversation, and it's one for the parents and the parents' values, and ones that we shouldn't be forcing down children's necks, teaching them that they can be all sorts, and we're not teaching them to be who they actually are in the bodies that God has given them. We're teaching them everything else but this. Okay, but uh, my, my my argument is that the way uh, technology has developed, when I was yeah. uh, when I was a teenager, the only type of pornography I could see was a pair of tits in the Sunday world. That was it. Lovely. That was literally it. <laughs> um, now you can, uh, like I said, I've, I've seen seven-year-olds with smartphones. Don't tell me that by the time they reach the age of 12 and 13, they are not looking at 
horrific pornography, horrific stuff. And we, we've seen examples of how this is warping kids' brains. So we, we need, to, we need, to, right. get, we need to get realistic that they're not innocent, naive little kids that need to be protected because they are accessing this rubbish anyway. So the, the point, no, the, 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 I, I, Andy, the point Adrian's I, trying to make is if you put as much effort into telling parents not to give their kids smartphones, because any kid that has a smartphone has seen porn. That, that's a given. That is an absolute... I agree with you. I, I agree with you 100% there. More has to be done on the smartphones, but I don't think we should be using that as an excuse to teach kids more about porn. I think that's a ridiculous excuse to push it onto our children when we should be pushing. Uh, but but Andy, uh, do you exactly firmly but do you firmly technology. believe? I don't know if you heard the start of this conversation where I said that there's a belief out there that on Fridays in primary schools the teacher's going to be rolling out the TV into the into the into the classroom and putting on um, horrors horrors episode three or dirty sluts part three and letting letting ten year olds watch a porn movie. That is not going to happen. That no, is, I, I don't think it's like that, but, but it's what not. we will do is that they're going to put images in front of them, they're going to put ideas into their heads, when these ideas shouldn't what be I, What ideas? Head. But what ideas are they going to put into a 10-year-old head? Sexual ideas. There's a lot of, everything is sexualized. They're putting sexual ideas into their head. But again, and Andy, they, they, they again, Andy, I'm, I'm going to stop you there because as we, and you've agreed with me, kids are being sexualized anyway outside of school. But that doesn't give us the right to continue that by pushing it onto them in we need education. To, we need to educate our children in the ways of pornography that this is can not I, normal life. That it is Just not normal question. life. Let, let me ask you a question. What is a woman? I'll answer the question. My wife is a woman. There's, a, there's the answer to your question. My wife okay. is. I'm mar- uh, married your to Your wife is a woman. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Well, they're going to teach your child in school that that's not a woman, that anybody can be a woman. Um, yeah, but then but then it's up to my child to use common sense and to say, well... No, no, it's up to you as a parent. Well, yeah, or me, or me to... Yes, school. or me to a parent, yeah, yeah. Or in the same so, way... So you're saying, uh, Andy, in the same way... It's okay to teach this. Yeah, no, I didn't say that. In the same way, Andy, my son came home from school last week and he was doing long division in school. And the way he was doing long division was not the way I did it in school. And I said to him, well, that's not the way I did it. Um, so your teacher isn't right about everything. I think long division should be done that way. So it's your job as a parent. The book stops with you... Uh, uh, as as a parent, but there's no. I don't believe that there's an agenda out there that teachers all got together in a big secret hall somewhere and said, "Let's pervert our kids." Andy, I agree with you 150. percent I am a strong advocate for keeping children innocent as long as possible. It hurts me. It may it upsets me when I hear about children losing their innocence. But again, I would point that to the parents who are allowing their kids on on Snapchat, TikTok. TikTok is a porn site for kids. It's disgusting. TikTok is. Yeah, it's, I agree. And, I agree with that. And that's I where. Agree with that. and, well, but, uh, but the point that Jeremy is making is that if we put as much effort into stopping parents giving their kids access to this, um, the world would be I a agree. better place. Yeah, I, I do think so. But we've also got to accept. But the I don't fact see you. Pro- but Brandy, I don't see only women can have babies. I don't you know? see you only protesting women. outside mobile phone shops, um, uh, trying to get parents not to buy the latest smartphone for their kids. I don't see anybody doing that. Well, why don't you start a campaign? Because I can't be everywhere.
you come up, we'll go down to the Vodafone store. No, but the fact is, Andy, even if I'm you... Serious. No, I'm serious. No, but... You're not joking no, there. No, I'm but... after being breaking my heart out going around this country to try and save kids. But no, you're but laughing Andy... at me because I'm not somewhere else where you could be. No, because, Andy, if I stood outside the Vodafone store for the next six months, every day for the next six months, and said, don't buy phones for your kids, that's not going... you bring awareness about it, no. won't you? You'll at least save some kids from going in or some parents will bring, bring awareness. That's what it's about. It's about changing hearts and minds one, one heart at a, at a time and getting out and doing this work to protect our children. <clears throat> not laughing at the work that we're trying to do. I'm not laughing. Nobody's laughing at anything, uh, Andy. I'm merely asking, um, and you've agreed with me, that the, uh, a, a major problem that we have in society is the way that children can access. And I'm not even t- just talking about pornography. I'm talking about oh, de- depraved rubbish online. That is the problem that is really screwing with our kids' heads. I genuinely really believe is. that. And I think we're adding to the problem by teaching our children that they can be a woman, uh, that a man can be a woman and that a woman can be a man when this is completely not based but on But sure, they can see that Gender online anyway. They is, can see that online anyway. But it's a dysphoria that people are going through who can't accept themselves and want to be socially accepted as someone they're not. So why are we feeding into this? Andy, stay there for one second. Our number is 085-825-2626 if you would like to get involved uh, in this conversation. This is uh, Jess. Why are we teaching kids at that age stuff like that? A child at that age doesn't know 100% what they are. It's going to confuse kids and it's taking away their innocence. If people want to teach their children stuff like that, teach them at home. You shouldn't have to be up to a teacher to do it. And the teachers that push it are a joke as well. It's up to the parents whether they want their children to learn or not. For me personally, I, w- I don't think there's a point that I wouldn't like my kids to be learning all about different genders. There's two genders and that's it. Um, but basic sex education, yeah, it's great, it's brilliant. Um, but that's it, nothing more. Voted Irish Current Affairs Podcast of the Year. It's Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy. The Royal Stables is a unique stables in North Dublin offering therapeutic horse riding classes. After receiving notice to vacate their current premises, the Royal Stables are asking for your help to raise funds for a new premises to continue helping their community and neurodivergent children. Visit theroyalstables.ie or check them out on Facebook and Instagram to find out how you can help save this fantastic Dublin business. Oh, Land of Light shining bright, lighting up the winter night. Come visit Land of Light and experience the wonder of a forest walking trail, illuminated in all the colours of the rainbow, and around each bend a new surprise for the eyes. Land of Light is at Belvedere House and Gardens, Mullingar. To book, go to landoflight.ie. Land of Light, opening Friday, November 10th. Opinions Matter. Opinions Matter. With Adrian Kennedy and Jeremy Dixon. A daily podcast from Ireland about opinions. Mary, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Mary? Hello, Adrian. How are you? I'm good, thanks, Mary. What did you want to say on this? Um, I met Andy this morning in Nock, and um, I I think he's a great person, and thanks for coming online, Andy Eastman. Anyway, my situation is... (coughs) Sorry, I'm out in public, so I can't talk too loud. Um, I'm from the travelling community, and I can't speak for every traveller in Ireland, but I do know that 80% of my community do not allow sex education in school because we believe it should be taught at home, especially our little girls, because we believe in no sex before marriage. And we may be old-fashioned and everything, but that's just the way it is, I think. Uh, my children are excluded from sex education okay, uh, in school. Uh, why? 
because I believe it's dinner, they're doing it too young, uh, Adrian. My oldest is 15 years of age and he's come into puberty and his voice is changing. Now is the time. Um, to be honest with you, my children don't live with me, um, so I can't sit them down and talk to them about sex education. But if they did, I would do it. Okay, so, 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 so hang on. So hang on. You, you, you're saying to me that as a, a member of the travelling community, generally yeah. speaking, travellers yeah. do not allow their children Absolutely. to go to sex ed classes. Do not. Right, do right. not. It's taught at home. And I think any parent who agrees to send their child into school to learn about all this strange thing that I would never taught, this LGBT, this trans stuff, I think it's a lazy parenting and it should be taught at home. They're using the schools. I know, but Mary, them. part of the problem, and, part of the problem is there's a lot of homophobia in the travelling community and you often hear... Are you, there is. And, there is, yeah. And you will often hear members of the travelling community who are brave enough to come out. Um, yes, to, sir, for, I mean, for, you're right, yeah. For argument's sake, jeez, I can't think of his name because it's always on reality TV. What's his name? Huey Mon. Huey um, Mon, yeah. Who is a great advocate uh, for, for that and he said as well that he had awful problems coming out. So the, yes. the, the travelling would you agree that the travelling community uh, can be quite homophobic and maybe that has something to do with I think I think it's just going back generations it's old fashioned there was no gays years ago there was no transvestites years ago there was no books in libraries for children to go to, to download date apps there was none of that years ago and we all survived that I just think you can't you can't turn on you can't turn on excuse me you can't turn on a, a program on TV now EastEnders no. or, or or MTV and there's men kissing men and it's just publicised for all the children to see Mary. they're making it normal. Mary, yeah. I had a sorry, sorry I'm, I'm going to stop you there for just one second, Mary. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. And I want you to uh, recognise the fact that listening to us right now are yep. uh, members of the LGBT community, and you have just yep. said it is not normal. That is so it wrong. Normal. That is so it's, wrong of you to say it that. It wasn't. Tell so, me 20 years ago so, uh, that there was such a thing as LGBT. There well, wasn't. No, gay people always. Gay people existed as long no, as... No, no, sorry, you're talking about yeah. today, about, about... You just said... You no, can't no, switch on. Hang on. She said it wasn't normal. She's saying... And, you, and I, gay people have been around since Jesus was probably gay, if the truth be told, Mary. Uh, you hung, you hung but around. it wasn't normalised like it is now. No, no, I do not want my child to go to school to learn how to put a condom on a banana. Absolutely not. It's not happening. It will not happen. Well, I'll take my child out of school home to where? What school is that happening in where the teacher's bringing that, in bananas and putting condoms I've, on? I've, he- I've heard of it. I, even on the well, comments well, today Mary, online. Well, no, well, let me just stop you there, Mary. Uh, I, yeah. I, I had to learn... <laughs> You don't want to know how I had to learn it to put a condom on. No. But where, but where are kids going to learn to put condoms on then? Where? But Jeremy, can I ask you, you have kids under the age of five. I won't be taking a banana out and showing them. No, I won't. Cause that's not... No, absolutely not. I wouldn't blame you. But your kids can go into a library now and pick up a book called It's Gay, I Am Gay, and learn how to d- download the dating app and profiles. So my kids, um, so my kids go, go to libraries now. My kids go to every libraries. Every child. No, my children to, love libraries. They go, yeah, they go to the libraries in the school. Uh, that's where they, that's where no, they go. No, I, well, I don't know about you, but I bring my children to the libraries. I think it's a great place. Reading is... Uh, 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 Mary, I, uh, Mary, I want to bring you back. Uh, I, have, I have to bring you back. What is your concern about? Y- you believe that homosexuality. the wrong things. Hang on, you believe because of what you said a minute ago. You believe that we have normalized homosexuality. Is that what you're saying? In my community, man marries woman, woman marries man. We don't. So, it's a very rare occasion. Okay, so we have, so your lack of sex education when you were younger means you're homophobic. Absolutely not. But it's you the way are. the world is. 
Well, look, I don't know, Adrian, but my child won't be doing sex education in schools and learning. But are you listen? There's children. But Mary, there, Mary, there is there is you? a book in the library that learns the children how to be gay. That is not to prepare themselves. But hang on, that's a separate conversation, Mary. That is a separate it's conversation. Not, it's the same thing. They're learning children at the age of five plus how to prepare themselves for a male, male to male sexual okay. do you, interaction. Okay. Do you have evidence that a five-year-old has taken? Maybe Andy can it's, answer this question. No, do you? Have, I do. Do you? you so Andy you, knows. Okay. Yeah. But, sorry, Andy so knows. You have evidence that a five-year-old went into a library and took. Can pick up a book. Yeah. No, 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 that, that a child rented out a book teach. By the way, you can't be taught how to be gay. You're either born gay or you're not born gay. So, like, you know... But why neutralise it? Why why put it in her face the whole okay, time? Sorry, Andy, you're Andy, trying to get back understand? in. Go on, Andy. Yeah, I, I'd like to say something there. Um, you're turning around and because people aren't accepting of homosexuality, you're calling them homophobes. But what, what other word would I use? What other word would I use, Andy? i tell you what to use. People who are protecting their uh, Christianity... And and standing up for truth because let me just say right whatever two men do amongst themselves or two women that has absolutely nothing to do with me but they, what their relationship is not based on natural law okay so it's not normal it's not a normal a normal relationship is where okay, that, in, in your opinion but for the people but for the people who are listening to us right now who are gay who are bisexual who are lesbian you are being deeply offensive you are saying well, that, that they're abnormal if the truth offends them then that's nothing to do with me I'm speaking the truth here because there is you're speaking your law. truth you're speaking no, your I'm truth I'm speaking their truth there is only one truth right I'm not against and you're going to have to agree to disagree you're speaking your truth. No, no, see, no, I'm speaking their truth. There is only one truth. Okay, no, but that, Andy, Andy, but the greatest... And there is a natural law, and okay. we, I live the natural law, and if you live that, you're... Well, there you go, Andy. I don't, Andy, you're, you're quite Christian, and I, I admire you. I wouldn't knock uh, your Christian beliefs, but I don't believe that there's a man in the clouds. Uh, I think that's nonsense. But that's, that's, I think, that's up to you. But hang on. That's you, absolutely fine. Yeah. But I believe in the natural law, and I believe in truth. I believe in absolute truth. I believe there's only two genders. I believe there's a natural law and to live that natural law is how we succeed as a nation because if we don't have parents that have children but we, we always will, will. we always will there, there will always be straight people be some so I mean is it not natural straight people because they're defending being straight they're being classed homophobic okay, and you I'm, just live it live on radio no 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 there's, there's a difference between defending hang on for one second Andy there is a difference there is a difference between them. defending being straight and condemning criticising and calling gay people abnormal it's big difference Big difference. Your opinion. Why can't their you, opinion be respected without being labelled? Well, of course it can. Of course it can. But no, but you're not. We're giving you our opinion, and you're saying no. We're being deeply offensive and homophobe. But you are. You're labelling us the same way all the fake news media label us. Okay. Would you class yourself as homophobic? I class myself as a Christian. That's a, I don't was, know where this word homophobic comes from, and I don't understand it. Well, it means non-accepting of the gay community. That's. Well, I, they're not accepting of Christian community. And so if you're, but, but, but Andy, if you're basing your, your, and we're getting slightly sidetracked, if you're basing your, your, your beliefs on uh, homosexuality based on the Bible, that was a made-up book that was written thousands of years ago. But about, that's your opinion. Well, that's, it is, see, that's, yeah, but, but hang on, Andy. I know, but Andy. Okay, but Andy, there's more evidence that gays exist than there's evidence that Jesus or God exists. There's no evidence that no, God that's exists. Absolute, that's but an absolute lie. But no, give me one bit of evidence that God exists. 
exist. One one shred of evidence that God exists. God is truth. What? God is truth. No, no, give me evidence. That, give me evidence. That's that the, all the evidence. If you in, can't understand that, no, you're no, head in the no, no, Andy, in the same way, if you said, Jeremy, give me evidence that you're wearing black boxer shorts today, I would produce the black boxer shorts and show you, and that would be the evidence. Well, I, do you know what truth is, do you? I do, but you haven't given me evidence. I need evidence. Well, I'm... I'm Truth. Everybody knows the truth is. Okay, we're, we're getting totally off the. Uh, we're getting totally off the topic here. We're getting totally off the topic here. Let me go back to uh, the fact that parents so, and this where this conversation uh, came from. Uh, in one sentence, Andy, your uh, main objection to the proposed changes to the uh, SPHE curriculum. Yeah, well, you know, it's just completely unscientific. It's not based on fact and it's completely uh, destroying our youth. It's confusing them. We have more confused kids running around than we've ever done before and it's been enabled by our government who are have programs set up even in the libraries and the schools where they have to have sections of the LGBT, LGBTQ plus put in front of everybody. It's being shoved down our throats. Okay, throat. so you believe, you believe that there is uh, an agenda behind all of this, that this is a deliberate government-sponsored agenda to uh, poison our children's minds. Is that really it, Andy? The evidence is clear. Okay, stay there. I want to just play this final message uh, from Eddie. Andy, the facts are you believe in God only because it's where you've come from and how your parents raised you. If you were from a Muslim country, you wouldn't be believing in our God. You'd be believing in a different God, Allah, whatever, you know? That's a fact, and it is. It's science fiction. Religion is one person fighting with another person over whose imaginary friend is better. There's about... Thousands and thousands of religions in the world can't all be right. Just accept people and get on with life. All right, Eddie. Thank you very I much. To say, I have to say, Andy, before you go, what the last twenty? You've been on twenty-five minutes, yeah. What the last twenty-five minutes has proven, uh, Andy, is that two people with differing views can actually—well, three people, Adrian, yourself, myself, and Andy—have yeah. uh, can have a civil conversation exactly. with no name calling there was no we didn't exactly. call you a name you didn't call us a name the three of us are after having an adult civil conversation yep. even though we'd agree on, on, on disagree on certain things so I, I, and, and I appreciate that I appreciate it too I appreciate that you know we're missing this debate and where people can listen and, and come to the real conclusions of what's happening you know, we're sensitive. You know, I feel like the most sensitive person in this country right now because of the message we've been trying to do, the fake news media that's coming on us, all because we're just trying to protect the innocent the children. All right, you've, 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 you've had the opportunity to uh, speak your yeah. mind, Andy. Thanks very much indeed uh, for talking to us on this latest Opinions Matter podcast. I'm just going to ask him, does he believe the earth is flat before he went? Because I'm dying to talk to someone who believes that. <laughs> we need to find someone who believes the earth is flat. Is there such a person? Yes, there are. Of course there are. Who believes the earth is flat? Yes, there are people who believe that. That was a very interesting debate, I have to say. Um, And thanks for everybody that got involved in it. Isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. But as I said, if, if, if all of you who are as worried about sex education in the class, don't let your kids watch Love Island when it comes on the telly in two weeks because they learn a lot more from Love Island that's negative. 
Thank you for listening to this latest Opinions Matter podcast. If you enjoy the podcast, please hit subscribe or follow. Click on the little bell icon on Spotify, and that way you'll be notified every time we upload a new episode. And one final thing I want to ask you to do for us is to vote for us uh, in the Irish Podcast Awards 2023. Um, This year, they have a Listener's Choice Award. So all you do is you go to the uh, Irish Podcast Podcast Awards uh, website, and it is uh, irishpodcastawards.ie. So you go in there, and then you go to um, Listener's Choice. You press Vote Now, and then you search for Opinions Matter, which is our podcast, okay? So you search for Opinions Matter, give us a vote, You'll get an email to confirm that you voted, um, and that's it. It's as simple as that. So if you enjoy this podcast, please uh, vote for us on the uh, Irish Podcast Awards. You search for Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy. Uh, You give your name and your email address, and you vote for us. We came second last year. We'd love to win that award this year. With your help, we could do it. Thank you for listening. I'm Adrian, he's Jeremy, and we will catch you on the next one.